The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. We have about a 10-minute visit with the uh, County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter. What are you doing in Paris, Illinois? No, no, Sam. I'm I'm in the I'm in the other Paris that the Paris uh, that was named after Paris, Illinois. This is Paris, France. You're in Paris, France. Yeah, um, a, a trade fair here, and I stepped outside into this little park so it'd be quieter. And I I cannot tell you what because it's a family show. I cannot tell you what the French are doing on the. <laughs> On the grass in this park. What time is it over there? It's probably what, uh, two or three in the afternoon. Yeah, one one thirty. Okay, one thirty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the talk over there? Is there a lot knowing that you're from the United States or America? Is there a lot of talk about the world situation, especially as it relates to Europe and Korea, or excuse me, Ukraine and places like that? Yeah, yeah, you know the Ukraine is as close to the French to Paris as uh, uh, Phoenix, Arizona is to uh, to Springfield. So wow, I didn't know it's that. a very real thing here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, a, um, there, was, there were protests yesterday. Were there really? How about yeah. how about trade shows? Are they back after the pandemic? I mean, I know you did a lot of international traveling prior to the pandemic. Are most of them back, Andy? Yeah, this is the first one. This is really the first world worldwide trade fair, and I was I told you everybody was in working, but the French are out here on the grass doing I cannot describe what. <laughs> at at one forty five in the afternoon. Yeah, they're Viva la France! Started. Viva la France! That's it. I know it couldn't be Paris, Viva, Illinois. Viva <laughs> I, I doubt if it's Paris, Kentucky. So it's Paris, France, where you're located. All right, let's talk right, a couple things we haven't right. seen you for a while. Uh, how did the county, from your perspective, the Department of Public Health, and so I know you folks had a lot of challenges, a lot of people criticizing this, that, and whatever. Overall, how did we fare dealing with the pandemic here in Sangamon County? You know, we're, we're just so proud of what the Public Health Department did. Um, they, 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 that's the staff out there. Led led by Gail O'Neill, just did a phenomenal job. Um, the, our three docs that that were really our our decision makers uh, throughout the process, uh, they stayed with it every step of the way, and um, I, I think uh, I think we really came through it very well. We had, at one point we led the state in in vaccinations. Um, we you know we we did have some challenges, but um, out of those challenges have grown some even better procedures. Uh, in in working with some of the uh, the the agencies that we the, the businesses that we regulate and, and I, I think I think we're, we we just came through it real well. I I, I think I'm correct. Didn't Brian McFadden? Uh, I don't know for how long, maybe six, eight months, maybe a year. He was at the Department of Public Health uh, on a daily basis, sometimes two or three times a day. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, Brian. Yeah. In in the in the initial stages, Brian pretty much lived uh, and gail as well pretty much lived at the at the department of public health and they set up a command center with uh with the uh with the help of the um springfield fire department uh, and all the emergency services and first responders set up a command center there uh the hospitals were were involved as well with sort of dealing with 
a whole host of procedures that had to be set up on the fly to to deal with uh, rules, regulations, processes that that uh, that the pandemic presented that we we hadn't had to deal with before. Uh, by the way, Andy Van Meter visiting with us from Paris, France, where he's outside of a convention trade show. He's in a park and uh, where there are people doing things that, in fact, uh, Kevin O'Day's out right now trying to sell your report. If you want to do a little play-by-play. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sam, uh, I, if I, I don't have the vocabulary to describe what I'm seeing here. I, I, I just don't know those words. I'm well, we sorry. could always, if you find somebody you think would qualify as a star of the game, let us know. We can do a post-game show. <laughs> All right. Uh, there are several vying for it right now, let me tell you. <laughs> hey, wh- why did the county buy the SJR complex, and what do you plan? I think I know what you're planning to do with it, but but uh, was that always on the drawing board? Is that always something you folks were interested in? No. No, that it's really uh, really a, a tr- kind of a curious story. We, um, we had a plan to build a new facility for the coroner, and... Uh, and we and we were required to build a new um, evidence storage facility for the for the sheriff because the existing sheriff's evidence facility is going to be torn down as part of the rail revocation project. So, and we we had a budget for those two projects of about eight million dollars, um, and we were we were in the really deep into the process of planning both those facilities. And one of the farmers on the board, a guy named Craig Hall, said to us, you know, uh, out in the country, if the land next door to us comes up for sale, we we generally try to buy that. I think you ought to take a look at the SJR building. So we did. And uh, we found out that we, we sent uh, some engineers through it, architects through it. We found out we could adapt that building to the uses that we had planned and save the taxpayers about three million dollars in the in the process uh so we stepped up and bought the building occupancy is planned when when do you plan to be in there and utilize it well uh construction is going to start on the sheriff's evidence facility in the next couple of months because we've got to get the sheriff out of the the current building so we can get that building torn down for the rail project and then the uh, coroner's facility which will will really kind of open on to capitol avenue that uh that's probably almost about another year away before we start that. Uh, the transportation center, what's the involvement of the county? What's the involvement of the city? What's the involvement with the state? And who will be responsible for maintaining uh, when it's concluded or finished the transportation center? Well, great questions. So the, the total project about an $85 million project. Um, uh, the the county portion of that is about thirty four million dollars. Um, SMTD is putting in two million. Uh, we have a grant from the state for about the state highway department for about six million. Um, and uh, and then um, excuse me, the, the county's balance is twenty six million. The, the, the feds and the state are in for thirty four million. Okay. Um, and when the building is finished. Uh, it it will be the county's responsibility to to keep it up and maintained, and that the facility is going to have a, a kind what we're calling a, a a county square in the front part of the transportation center, and the back half of it will be the the Amtrak station, and then across the railroad tracks, of course, will be the SMTD transfer center, which is already 
in operation and under construction. Uh, I've got about two or three minutes. Andy Bamier, thanks for taking your time out of a busy day, a business day in Paris, France, to visit with us. Uh, railroad relocation. Are we? I know that you have, people have said 2025. This is 2022. Um, are you still comfortable we're going to make that deadline of 2025? And is all the funding, has all the funding been secured? Yeah, we are very confident we're going to still meet the 2025 deadline. We still need, I think, about $65 million to to completely finish the project. But as we've talked before on, on your show, Sam, we are at the we are past the tipping point. There is so much federal, state, and local money in this project that it simply has to be finished. So we're we're very confident that that the uh, the remaining sixty five million uh, will come for will will be funded. Uh, probably through federal grants over the course of the next couple of years. And so Van Meter- it, it is going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And in fact, we are we are starting. Uh, Doris Turner just secured a, a grant for us and for the city to begin to start to look at what happens on Third Street after the wow. after the rail moves over to 10. So it, it it's it's the only thing we're not as confident of. We have been and we still are under budget on this on the whole project. But with uh, the effect of inflation on a lot of the building materials, we're not sure we can keep it keep it under the original budget, which was, of course, was set almost ten years ago. I thank you for your time, my friend. I, want, I, I have one mission for you, and that is secure a lot of merchandise so we can have another great sale at the old Shop and Save out on Wabash and <laughs> MacArthur. I, I just can't wait to drive your business venture into bankruptcy. I'm working on it every year. <laughs> I hate to tell you, Sam, but the the, the, the items at that sh- at that store are the are the mistakes. So I hope I don't buy anything <laughs> that ends up in that in that store. But it and, might. Andy Van Meter, enjoy your time in Paris. Uh, thanks for the play by play of what was going on in the park surrounding you, and have a safe trip back to Springfield. Oh. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Bye. Take care. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.